Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I'm your host, Gabe Peterson, and this is the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items for you. First, if you like this episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running far into the future. Second, if you're a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All I charge is our admin costs to keep this show running. So if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says, get the ebook in the upper right-hand corner to grab yourself a copy. With that said, let's dive right in. Today, we have a very special guest with us, ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club Daily Deal Review. As a reminder, the Daily Deal Review is where we take previous guests and we go deep into one deal. Very quick. Goes by, well, the goal is five minutes, but we never hit that goal. Five minutes is the goal, though. Uh, today, we have Darren Smith. Darren recently was on uh, an episode, maybe one or two behind this. He goes deep into industrial, building his business out in Colorado and Pennsylvania. So if you want a little bit more information on industrial, check out that episode, one or two behind this. But today, Darren is here to talk about one deal. So Darren, where was this deal located? This deal is located in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Love it. And what type of property was this? It's a 20,000, 23,000 square foot light industrial warehouse. It, light industrial warehouse. Uh, go a little bit deeper into that. What is, is there any difference between a light industrial warehouse and other type of warehouses? Uh, pr probably not because if you get into more of the heavy industrial, now you're getting into more manufacturing and, and that type of thing, but it's, uh, yeah, just a nice metal metal building, metal roof, uh, twenty thousand square foot warehouse, a couple of bay doors, you know, drive up, drive in, and then a three thousand square foot office. Love it, light industrial warehouse. All right, so um, how'd you go about finding this property? This was actually one of the rare properties that I purchased off of the MLS. I, that said, oh, wow. it was a relationship type property because I got it by working with with brokers and just networking and and meeting with as many as possible. Nice. And that is uh, something that I try to repeat as often as I can. For anybody who's getting started in real estate, real estate is a relationship-based business. You got to go out there and meet people. The more people you meet, the more relationships, genuine relationships you build, the more, the quicker your your business will grow. And uh, frankly, the, the more fun you'll have. So you found this on the MLS through brokers. Love it. Um, I just lost my question. <laughs> if everybody listening, I'm going through a sheet and I always lose it on my screen because it's way too big. Um, so how'd you, or what type of property was it? How'd you find it? There we go. How did you price this property when you went and, uh, and you bought it? The, the property was a listed property. So it already had uh, a listing price. Uh, I think the original one was 1.75 million. 
And just through negotiations back and forth through the process, we ended up at, at 1.65. And how I determined that was, you know, whether a good deal or not, it's it's very easy on commercial ones a lot of times because you can go back and look at the PLs, the profit and loss statements for several years and determine does this you know cover the debt service? Yep, yep, makes sense. Uh, what debt service do you guys uh, look for or debt service coverage ratio? So if you're using a bank uh, for any of your properties, which I, I use for a lot of mine, it's a 1.2. So that means for every uh, $1,000 in payments, you, you, the property has to have a net income of $1,200. Perfect. Love it. Um, so what about this particular property really got you going? Why'd you want to buy it? This one, I, there were a lot of things I liked about it. Um, as with most properties, though, it, the, the situation uh, with the seller and uh, the financing is really what kind of got me excited about it. And I won't get the, you know, too deep into that, but it was a newer property. It was built in 2006. It was in excellent condition. It had a long-term uh, government tenant in the building. Um, it was in an area that was, uh, you know, up and coming and, you know, had other things going on around it, a lot of industry. And so it just, it seemed like a, a great one I love to buy. And it was, it got me really excited because this was the first uh, real commercial deal that I was doing. I mean, I was really going out of my uh, wheelhouse with this one and that kind of made it more exciting as well. Cause I, I learned a ton through this process. Nice. I love it. Um, so how'd you go about financing it? This one, it ended up being a 70% bank financing and 30% seller financing as a second. So I literally put zero into this one. I will tell you, I had to talk to a lot of banks uh, to find one that would be uh, willing to to allow those terms. Most of them uh, want a minimum of a 10% uh, down payment on. And I would say actually now after COVID, all of them do. So anything I'm looking at now, I assume I'll be putting 10% into it. Interesting. So you got the seller to finance the down payment. I did. They financed the entire down payment. So I got into this building for a total of about $60,000 in closing costs. Wow. That is awesome. I love it. Um, so how'd you go about adding value? The there was very little value to add other than I think I may have put five to 10,000 of just little things that the tenants wanted, but it was already in such good shape. So the real value in this one wasn't to the building. The value was what I could do for uh, the seller. They were looking to take their money and move it into other things. And so the value add was getting the deal done for him where he could have that money in time that he needed for his other businesses. Yep. Makes sense. Um, and it sounds like you guys are still holding this, but, um, you know, there's always an exit strategy and buy and hold is one. So how'd you go about exiting? Yeah. So this is one I plan on, on holding for a long time. I do all of my holds, uh, for seven year minimum terms, um, mm -hmm. you know, for the fixed rates to try and make it through the ups and downs. So once, uh, if we, if we make it to the seven year mark, which I anticipate we will, uh, you know, holding this one by that point, you have also paid down enough of the property. So even if it doesn't appreciate, you now owe less than what the first mortgage was uh, when you started. So if I have to refinance out and pay the balloon, because both payments are on a 20-year amortization, if I have to pay off the second at the end of seven years, I can just refinance with the bank, pay off the second, and then now I only have a, a first on the property. Perfect. I love it. All right. So um, you don't have to have exact numbers, but just high level, what were the numbers going into this? Uh, one point. Six five million uh, was the purchase price. The gross income on this one was around, I think it was like two two hundred fifteen thousand a year. Mm, and then wow. again, I'm reaching a little bit here, but the net income was around like one hundred and thirty five, hundred and forty thousand. 
So not a ton of cash flow in this one. You gotta, you gotta think I'm, I'm financing 100% of it, mm-hmm. but because I had four, 4.75% on the first, uh, when I purchased this, the rates are a lot lower than that now. And I think I had four and a half, four, four and a half on the second. Um, it does allow about, you know, 2,000, 2,500 a month of cash flow. Um, not a lot for a $1.65 million building, but it was enough that I felt comfortable with it based on the age and the condition of the building. Uh, that's not something on those small margins. You wouldn't want to be uh, doing that on something that may need a, you know, a lot of upgrades or a lot of work, uh, that type of thing. But when you add it all up, I'm, I'm $60,000 into the building uh, to buy the thing. And last year, you know, according to my tax returns, I made a net profit of 90000 on that building between principal pay down and the cash flow. And so that's a, a great return no matter how you look at it. And then if you add in depreciation and appreciation, we're about to actually redo the leases on that one, uh, increasing you know, what they're going to be paying. So you know, very, very happy with how that turned out, uh, especially for a first industrial deal. Well, yeah, I love it. And so wait, is this a single tenant? This is a single tenant building. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the Army Corps wow. of Engineers, actually, which huh. I, I mean, I'm not going to say this thing was all roses. Uh, there, there was definitely, it was a, a nine month process, even buying it. Uh, so you before know, you jump into that, the, the last question, oh, I, just go gotta, I just got to say it is, uh, what was the biggest lesson you learned? You were just yes. going into it. Take it away. <laughs> if I say biggest lesson it actually goes into the thing that went wrong was you better make sure you're well capitalized no matter what you do. Um, I did not, uh, the, the, the rent that they pay every month on this building is over $17,000. They didn't pay a single rent payment for the first seven months I owned the building. And that was because of dealing with the, with the government dealing, getting in their systems, getting through the payment systems, all of that. <laughs> um, so you got to expect everything you do, uh, you know, is going to be hard. Uh, there's going to be stuff that's going to come up. And, you know, if I wasn't able to float that for the first seven months, that would have been, uh, you know, that could have taken the whole thing down and, and ruined the whole investment. So that's the biggest lesson learned is, you know, make sure you're, you're capitalized. I mean, I, having six months of your expenses planned out. I know not everybody can do that every time. You got to take some leaps here and there, but uh, do that whenever you can. And you'll put yourself in a lot better position to, to be successful. Wow. It took seven months for the government to get that into the system. That is, that is just crazy. It's uh, <laughs> a good story. Awesome. Well, the, that is the daily deal review. So I appreciate you coming on here and telling us um, about that light industrial. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Gabe. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. As always, we appreciate having you here. If you guys have any questions, reach out at therealestateinvestingclub.gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com or just check out our website, therealestateinvestingclub.com. I'll also put Darren's URL in the show notes so you can click the little more in the description and click through, say hi to Darren. Other than that, hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week. Keep rocking real estate and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed putting it on and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can apply in your own investing today in the field. Before you go, we have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to invest, take your investing to the next level. I've created an ebook just for you available on our website. This ebook ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance a deal with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. 
And if you get the ebook today, I am throwing in a bundle of bonuses, seven of them to be exact. The first one will be the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating wealth in real estate. The second bonus is the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools, systems, and even the vendors we use to see the success that we do. And the third bonus is the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which is which will give you the exact keywords we use to target motivated sellers online using PPC ads. The fourth bundle is, or the fourth bonus is our contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all the contracts we use in the field to execute all different types of transactions. After that is the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. This is a lot of of bonuses that I said. I'm just going to keep going down the list. Number six is the investor's daily success tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And the last bonus is the wholesalers template for quick assignment cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. Whew, that is a bundle. So it's a mouthful. You get all of those bonuses for free when you download the ebook. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you're interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page to take advantage of that deal. And with that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the invest with us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.